हेलो वेरेवर यू लिजनिंग टू अर्स आई होप यू स्टेइंग सेफ एंड डूइंग वेल आई एम हरी अर्कली एंड दिस इज टुडेज टेक ब्रीफिंग लेटर इन द प्रोग्राम आई बी स्पीकिंग विद अमित सिंह मैनेजिंग डायरेक्टर ऑफ इंडियन ऑपरेशन ऑफ जेन लेयर लॉस एंजलिस बेस्ड क्लाउड टेक्नोलॉजी स्टार्टअप दट सीज इंडिया एज एन इम्पॉर्टेंट एमर्जिंग मार्केट फॉर इट्स एज क्लाउड सर्विसेज दैट्स आफ्टर दीज हेडलाइंस विथेलिक ब्यूटरिन Co-founder of Ethereum blockchain, donated cryptocurrencies worth 1.5 billion dollars to several non-profit organizations, including a billion dollars to COVID-19 relief fund in India on Wednesday, in one of the biggest individual philanthropic contributions to fight the pandemic. That was the worth of the cryptocurrencies, many of which are dog-themed. Which, when he made the donation, TechCrunch reported, Buterin transferred 500 Ether or ETH. the cryptocurrency on ethereum and over 50 billion shib or shiba inu a meme coin worth around 1.14 billion dollars at the time of the transaction to the india covid crypto relief fund the transaction prompted a panic as well among some investors contributing to over 35% drop in shib's price on wednesday and its value continues to fluctuate according to the techcrunch report shib named after shiba inu and dogelon mars another meme currency butrin donated on wednesday are alternative cryptocurrencies that have exploded in popularity in recent months shib is a joke on dogecoin which itself was created as a joke according to techcrunch butrin's donation made news when sandeep nailwal co-founder of crypto organization polygon and who put together the india relief fund thanked him for it via twitter the relief fund has used the money it has raised to send oxygen cylinders and other medical supplies to indian hospitals and said it plans to do a thoughtful liquidation to meet its goals we've decided to convert the donation slowly over a period of time founders of the relief fund wrote on their twitter page google cloud and spacex have partnered to deliver data cloud services and applications to customers at the network edge using google cloud's network and spacex's starlink a constellation of thousands of small satellites to provide high speed broadband internet around the world under this partnership spacex will begin to locate starlink ground stations within google cloud google data center properties enabling the secure low latency and reliable delivery of data from more than 1500 starlink satellites launched to orbit to date locations at the network edge via google cloud google said in a press release yesterday Customers can expect to use this service in the second half of this year, Google said. Microsoft struck a similar deal with SpaceX in October last year. Google Cloud's high-capacity private network will support delivery of Starlink's global satellite internet service, bringing businesses and customers seamless connectivity to the cloud and internet, and enabling the delivery of critical enterprise applications to virtually any location. organizations with broad footprints like public sector agencies businesses with presences at the network edge or those operating in rural or remote areas often require access to applications running in the cloud or to cloud services like analytics artificial intelligence or machine learning connectivity from starlink's constellation of low earth orbit satellites provides a path to these organizations to deliver data and applications to teams distributed across countries and continents quickly and securely according to Google's press release combining Starlink's high speed low latency broadband with Google's infrastructure and capabilities provides global organizations with the secure and fast connection that modern organizations expect said SpaceX president and chief operating officer Wynne Shotwell a Starlink beta program that began last year 
has at least 10,000 users across the US, Canada, and a few European countries with at least 500,000 deposits of $100 each placed by potential customers of the service, according to The Verge. Over the next decade or so, SpaceX's billionaire founder Elon Musk expects to send up as many as 42,000 satellites to cover every part of the globe. Apple recorded its biggest quarter for PC shipments in India and tied for the fifth position with ASUS during the January to March period this year, according to data from International Data Corp. Apple's shipments jumped 336% over the same period last year and 45% from October to December quarter of 2020. In fact, in the consumer segment, Apple moved past ASUS to become the fourth biggest PC seller in India. Overall, the biggest sellers were HP, Dell and Lenovo. The Indian traditional PC market, inclusive of desktops, notebooks and workstations, continued its growth streak with shipments growing 73% year-over-year in the first calendar quarter of this year, according to new data from International Data Corporation's worldwide quarterly personal computing device tracker. A total of 3.1 million PCs were shipped, recording the highest ever first quarter shipments to India. Again, notebooks remain the driving category with more than three quarters share of the PC category, registering a 117% year-on-year growth in the first quarter of 2021. Additionally, the desktop category remained steady and showed initial signs of recovery, according to IDC. PCs were in high demand as enterprises, small and medium-sized businesses, and consumers continued their purchases. Supply has been inconsistent over the past few quarters and demand continued to outstrip the supply allocation for the country. As the at the closing of the quarter, vendors were able to manage better allocations for their from their headquarters. Many companies remained fully remote or had adopted a hybrid working model to manage the growing concerns of the pandemic within the country. As cases continued to rise, a few large enterprises procured PCs in bulk to manage their workforces, adopting these new working models for the long haul, said Bharat Shanoi, market analyst for PC devices at IDC India. The demand for virtual learning is still strong alongside a stronger demand for affordable PCs. This is evident from the recovery of desktops in the consumer segment, which grew nearly 50% year-on-year in the first quarter, despite the growing trend of notebooks replacing desktops. Businesses around the world are increasingly adopting cloud computing to reach their customers better, faster and cheaper, and the COVID pandemic has added a sense of urgency as well. I spoke to Amit, Amit Singh, Managing Director of Zenlayer, a cloud technology company in Los Angeles that sees India as a very important market for its services as the world's second largest internet market pushes towards a billion users. India is a growing market for OTT or over-the-top entertainment streaming services and for online education with even universities in the US looking to better connect with students in India, Singh said. Yesterday, Zenlayer said it had raised $50 million in its third major round of funding. Singh spoke about how this will help the cloud startup reach more customers in India. Thank you for making time for this. So uh, uh, let's sort of get, get to the basics first. Uh, tell us what Zenlayer is all about. So uh, Zenlayer is on-demand edge cloud service provider and uh, we operate in around 180 pops. And uh, typically, we offer uh, infrastructure as a service 
along with the edge cloud enhancement which makes it easy for enterprises to use us in way various markets that they operate into so be it emerging or a evolved market like us or emerging markets in asia south south asia hmm hmm and 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 what do you mean by uh, edge cloud services can you sort of explain that to us in simple terms yeah so uh, what what we we mainly focus on is to bring the con- content closer to the end users hmm. so we ensure that our deployments are closer to where the user resides uh so be it in the form of uh, data centers across spread across different cities uh building a network in tier 2 tier 3 cities where where the user can access content uh, in a much more easier manner so so that's what we focus mainly on hmm and and you mentioned pops that is uh, you're referring to points of presence is it point of presence yeah 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 uh, okay i'm sorry uh, i'm sorry i went a little technical i should have Uh, used it, uh, yeah. So, no, so no, what we do, no worries, right, Hari? Yeah. So, Hari, what we do, like, uh, we typically focus on building our core nodes in in major cities, and uh, and that's how we have uh, around 180 pops point of presence across the globe, and uh, specifically in emerging markets like South America, uh, Southeast Asia, uh, India, we we build it. deeper into the uh, because the development and the growth of internet is mainly into tier 2 tier 3 cities now okay. so we focus in building a a presence there as well obviously not as big as the as the enterprise ones that we build in the major cities mm. because uh, besides edge we offer infrastructure as a service so if someone wants to have a dedicated bare metal server if someone wants to have a managed hosting kind of a environment mm. uh, we offer that as well to enterprises mm. uh basically these are uh, uh data center uh, services right when you say bare metal and uh, yeah. all of this yeah. yeah so so companies companies get to uh, use your uh, you know large server banks uh, to put their uh, it it systems software applications is that how it works perfect perfect okay and and uh, uh, points of presence are are they like very very small data centers no the point of presence varies from from different uh, data centers in terms of size you know some data mm. centers have a huge point of presence mm. going into uh, 200 odd racks mm. uh, some have uh, some have lowest to be around 30 40 racks mm. so it all depends on how like for example i'll give you a classic example in a city mm. like mumbai mm. uh, zen layer has seven pops you know okay Uh, and uh, we are present with uh, all the providers that you know in the data center space hmm. so the intent is that we work with all and uh, we also spread ourselves so that in case of any any uh, you know downtimes or any effect on service our end customers are not impacted okay and uh, how is uh, uh, zenlayer using zenlayer different from using uh, aws or microsoft azure or google cloud uh i think uh, what what we strongly focus is on the emerging markets hmm. and in emerging markets you have your own own set of problem you know i mean the the cloud infrastructure has a lot of gaps the hmm. regional cloud infrastructure in these market hmm. uh the network environment if you see is really you know not that great Hmm. and it becomes very difficult for the users to connect and also in these emerging markets uh, technology per se we don't have a 4g it still continues to be a 2g 3g and in some places 4g hmm. uh, environment hmm. 
so so this means that you know uh, the application works with a lower network speed okay and with the way mobile users are growing uh, so we specifically tend to focus in bridging these gaps and mm. trying to get uh, the infrastructure to support the cloud demand or the content delivery uh, demand so so that's where i think we are a little different than hmm other players hmm and give us a, a few examples of uh, companies in india which are using your products and services you know help us understand the work better uh hari i i may not be able to name them but i can give a uh, give a example of uh, there there is a there is a very huge mobile smartphone uh, manufacturer in the country mm mm-hmm. uh who uses our infrastructure across and uh, who uses our our network to optimize uh, his their content their updates their entire infrastructure hmm. is hosted on to our network hmm. you know uh but uh, classically if i i mean if i am not binded by ndas we have lot of global customers also you know who wants to some wants to come down to india some are already present Mm. i mean a, a classic recent case could be you know uh, university of california i mean they have started using us because now with the, with the covid scenario a lot of their students are living across asia mm. you know in indonesia india philippines china mm. so so these students have now you know they had an issue to access the streaming content or the classes that were going on for mm. the university So University of California has deployed our our, our services, our application, mm. uh, to ensure that the streaming of the content to their use or to their students improve. Mm. So I mean, so there are more such cases in the global uh, scenario as well. Okay. So, uh, what are some of the biggest uh, trends in cloud computing today, which are helping uh, Zen layers growth? So I think I think the biggest uh, uh growth factor has been the in the in the streaming media uh, platform you know mm. with a lot of otts coming in and the way the market is shaping up uh, there there is a phenomenal growth uh, which which lies there you know like uh, for example if you see in people in asia uh, internet usage has grown from you know it's almost to 300% plus you know mm. uh, the internet users in 2010 were around 800 odd million and now it has gone to 2.5 billion users mm. and uh, i think the biggest uh, biggest earning uh, factor has been the growth in the of the otts in in asia back mm. and uh, more so in countries like china and india mm. it's in i mean in some of the reports suggest that it's going to double by 2024 mm. so i think i think the major driver for us has uh, been the ott media and and i think one of the major uh, verticals to grow uh, for someone for a country like india is going to be the gaming vertical mm-hmm. so i think the next big wave of growth would be the would be the gaming uh, verticals i mean we are a young country average age is 27 28 So obviously, I think gaming is going to be the next big thing after OTT. So these two verticals are are the growth engines for us. Hmm. So yesterday, uh, Zenlayer has announced uh, a new funding round of fifty million dollars. Uh, yeah. h- how will uh, the company use this money? 
so uh, hari this is our third this is our series c funding right. so so we've been we've been grown we've been focused on our growth and uh, right from 2014 when we started to now hmm. and in total we've raised around 90 million so far hmm. and uh, so this this in uh, investment is a sign of the existing investors you know who believe in us because most of them have invested in and the series a and series b as well hmm. uh so our focus is again to expand our, our network and uh, especially in the emerging markets again hmm. of south southeast asia india south america you know these are the markets that we feel are going to grow so we would continue our network expansion and uh, build more uh, stronger and deeper teams uh, in in these regions hmm. so so that's the major focus that we are going to do obviously we are investing in new technology as well Hmm. so so we are trying to come up and build new products across the lines and one of the mottos that we strongly live by is to improve digital experience of every user in this world hmm. so we are trying to again uh, put our put our uh, investments in r&d because i think our founder mr jozu strongly believes in having a strong r&d team hmm. and to ensure that we have a wow customer service so, hmm. so we are doing that Hmm. and i think that is where most of the investments would be streamed into to hmm. be and our focus is to be a leader in the emerging markets so hmm. and do you do any r&d uh, product development uh, in india uh no we don't have a we don't have a india uh, development team as on now okay. but we have team across other regions in asia and in us as well okay so we typically have a 24 by 7 bilingual technical support we have an, a good set of uh, kind of data scientist that who works on uh, our product platforms we have some of the few patents as well you know on mm. the technology side of things so 30 odd patents is what you know we we read so far mm. on the sdn part on, on the edge traffic management and everything mm. so as of now you see india as a as a growing market for zen layer big big focus i mean our, our our population is is one of become one of the advantage now hmm. i mean even now if we see we have 700 800 million uh, mobile users 700 million odd mobile users hmm. and uh, uh, seeing the 1.3 billion population that we have and the growth in the rural uh, market now i mean uh, people are moving away from feature phones or basic phones to smartphones now and uh, with expansion of telco networks in in these markets this is again going to be a growth growth engine for the entire country in fact that was amit singh managing director in india as zen layer that's it for today's briefing anshwini kaushik is our producer and i'm hari arakli thank you for your support as always